guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic. I am one of your hosts. My name is Kirk, and my co-host Graham K. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Um, I hope you're good. I know you can't answer, but you know what you could do is you could you could um, message me. Uh, you could DM me for once. I like it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So uh, this is the Comedian's Guide to Autism. Uh, Kirk Smith is over there. He's in L.A. I'm uh, Graham K. I'm in New York. And uh, you know how you doing, buddy? You you, you look well. I uh, you, you know I, I feel we haven't talked in a bit. I feel I'm good. I um what have I been doing? I just got back. I I did. Uh, I had some cruises during the uh, Hurricane Dorian. That was kind of interesting. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, they rerouted us from the Bahamas to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And um, was it was it rocky? It was not. You know, we were probably 800 miles away. They, you know, they, uh, the Bahamas are to the east, and they were out of the south. Mm-hmm. And so, honestly, it was we didn't get any of it. So, <laughs> yeah, it was an unusual schedule. Like the, a few hours before I was scheduled to fly to Miami, they they were like, "Change your plans. You're flying to Cozumel." So, no, Cancun. I flew to Cancun actually. Mm-hmm. I had to take a little ferry over. But um, yeah, it was good. It was uh, uneventful for me. How about you? How have you been? You're in Canada. Right, I know. I was in. I was doing a cruise too. I actually did the Hurricane Dorian tour. I did a. Ooh, I did a. That's right. I did a cruise ship in the Bahamas, and then Hurricane Dorian went up the eastern seaboard and into Canada and made landfall in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, just north of Maine there, and uh, they had some destruction. My my friends had didn't have power for like four days. And uh, I did comedy like three days after that. So I just went. I was. It was really the Hurricane Dorian aftermath uh, tour. Um, and so yeah, I I, I did uh, the the cruise ship on the Bahamas. Finished that. Went home for two. Went back to New York for two days. Then took a plane to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Had a great time catching up with really? pals, family, friends. People came out to Halifax. Oh man, shows were really good. Shows were really, really? good. Yeah, fans came out. That's great. I had a few uh, autastics come out. You know, it was great. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So. And uh, you're going to JFL. Uh, you have your own show, right? Yes, and I'm doing uh, something called JFL 42, which is the Just for Laughs festival, uh, but in Toronto, and they, they they have like a they 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 have some they have got a lot of big comedians coming up this year, and then uh, and then me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there, you know. So, but I yeah, they, they 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 honored me with um, my own show. So usually, like it's the Pat Oswalt. It's like people like I think Pat Oswalt will be up there, and he gets his own show. And obviously, like famous people. And then I have my own show. But I have but it gave me a really good venue. I'm really I'm really pumped about it. And um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. They're gonna be great shows. Trying to promote it. If, uh, it's so, gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. If you're out, out in that area, yeah. guys, go check out. My, Graham. My, Very funny comic. Yeah, you'll enjoy your time there. Go ahead. Buddy. No, I'm just trying to say my yeah. Say the same thing. Southern Ontario comedians, um, you know, Detroit, Buffalo, come see me. If you live in the Buffalo area, if you live in the Toronto area, come see me. JFL42.com. You can buy your bundle tickets there. You can buy tickets at the door. All right, uh, and it's gonna be at the Rivoli. On the uh, September 26th and 27th, 2019. They're going to be hot shows. I think they're selling out, so hurry up. 
Uh, That's great. Yeah, thanks. I worked that club. They've got a high stage out there at the Rivoli. I remember that club. Mm-hmm. A very high stage. Yeah, high stage, but somehow it's still a good room. High stages uh, are not good for comedy. I think that's what you're getting at. But uh, it's... Uh, uh, no, I'm just trying to picture the room. I'm pretty sure it's as a high no, stage. You're, no, Last you're time right. I was there... Right. That's the one. Uh, I was there with uh, Hannibal Burris was there, too. He popped by. He w- he flew up to see the uh, finals of the NBA games up in Toronto. He said it was cheaper to get tickets up there. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love that he's trying to save money. Good for him. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. I was thinking uh, about was this. We- uh, Go ahead. Hannibal Burris is like the father of the Me Too movement in a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. Yeah, because he's the one who yeah. broke the the Bill Cosby thing. Yep. Someone posted uh, him... Um, Kind of riffing, I think. I don't yeah, think it was riffing, even a bit. making yeah. fun of how Bill Cosby, like not making fun of, but like a, basically attacking make Bill Cosby and how no one knows. Well, that he's pointing out that there's been no consequences yeah. for the for what he's done. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And then all of a sudden, Bill Cosby went, and people are like, "Well, if Bill Cosby can't do it, then Harvey Weinstein." And it was like, boom, 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 boom. So it's anyway. Uh, come to the Rivoli. Uh, <laughs> it is the it, quite a segue. It, quite a segue. It is it is the the reason why the Me Too movement happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It's the Stonewall uh, of the Me Too movement. <laughs> Toronto's um, a beautiful city, especially this is the time. This is the time to go. Not humid. No. Not cold. No, it's great. Beautiful time. Uh, but anyway, how's Pete doing? Pete's doing really well. He's doing. He's doing well. Um, same old. I think you gave me this idea to to email the twenty. He's sending the mass emails. He's, that was me. Yeah, it was you. And he's now he's doing everybody instead of doing one mass one, he sends individually per day. He start. I think he he understood it and he's starting to do it. So that's great. Um, I haven't talked to him in the last few days because I've been traveling. But you know what I did do is I uh, had a two-hour layover in Ottawa, flying from New York to Halifax. Two-hour layover, and actually no, it was a three-hour layover. Three-hour layover. And I did it on purpose, sort of. And I had lunch with Peter and my parents. I saw that. Was that I saw that either your Facebook or your Instagram? I saw that somewhere. Where'd you post that? Ah, uh, both. But yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty awesome. If you want to see a, if you want to see an updated picture of Pete, guys, go on to Graham's uh, Instagram, Instagram K. Yeah, and uh, well, I put it on my story, so it's gone. But I'll, I'll post it on Facebook. But he's. He's awesome. He's he, he's uh, trucking along. No real news. He's the same. He's been really uh, hurting the podcast lately because he hasn't been doing much. He's just been living a decent life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no tragedies. No shenanigans. No shenanigans. No news is good news. No news is also not good for the Autastic Podcast. You've been. You have been. Uh, heavily, heavily uh, holding your end on the um, <laughs> on on the what's happening section of this podcast. So how how well, how's your son? Be ready, be ready to be disappointed. JJ is doing good. Great. Um, nothing too super exciting. Um, he's wearing the uh, the tie dyes, and uh, I'm trying to behind the scenes a little bit still send the messages to get the. The work ideas, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. And um, we framed a few more pictures. He really is enjoying looking at pictures. We made him a, like a little, basically like a photo album for you millennials. Basically what that is, is like if you had your phone, if you printed all those photos and put them in a binder, 
that's a photo album. And so uh, <laughs> we made him this photo album that he likes to leaf through. And so yeah, it's, I would I would kill to know what he's thinking when he's leafing through that. But uh, yeah, right. No idea. Right. And what why would you do that instead of doing an iPad? Um, For, I don't know. It's like an iPad, but you never have to op- update the OS and you never have to plug it in and you don't have to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's just uh, it's easier, right? Because the iPad, he goes straight to YouTube. But uh, but yeah, I think right. I think it's good for him to have a little bit of like uh, compartmentalization where it's like you kind of like when writers because there's a thing right when writers want to write sometimes they'll turn off the Wi-Fi in their in their laptops so they can focus. Oh yeah, because that 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 YouTube leaks right there and there's so much VeggieTales there to watch mm-hmm. that is beck and call. Yes, anything his little fingers can type up and imagine. VeggieTales, that's great. Uh, My brother likes <laughs> VeggieTales too. I suppose I saw something this week about a, a kid with autism. Somebody sent me one of a kid uh, that kept looking at the VeggieTales, and I was like, "That's exactly what my son does. It's all it's all VeggieTales. It's all, yeah." Oh, one of my I went to I was in San Francisco. I had a benefit. That's what it was. I, was, I had a benefit in San Francisco Sunday night, and uh, one of my childhood friends, his wife, she works with uh, uh, p- uh, d- disabled people. Can you say that people with the yeah. autism yeah. in the special needs class. And uh, she was showing me how two things are really cute. One was this one kid who's really violent. The only time he's not violent is when he's watching VeggieTales. And even then, he pushes the mouse with his fist. He, like, clicks to the next video, like, <laughs> clicks like that, like, pounds the mouse. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> and then I'm there's another at, kid. I'm laughing with. No, no, no. It's just cute. Mm-hmm. The, the violence mm-hmm. is cute. And uh, who, uh, this other kid who's really angry, she showed me videos, until this one other girl in the special needs class comes in and then he gets all quiet and like staring at this this girl and uh he's in his he's in his, uh, in his wheelchair and so he like check her out and stuff it's pretty cute pretty cute they're like right. they're like listen we have a field trip and we'll bring this other kid so that this first kid will behave <laughs> <laughs> is it a is it a girl yeah it's a girl wow. who's also in the special needs class yeah, yeah another student yeah he's got a uh, little crush yeah, it's really cute. Mm-hmm. It's like so transparent what's happening. He's just angry, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah. his eyes get all baby smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> like, you got to hide that a little bit, buddy. You're <laughs> tipping your cards too much. I mean, I, 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 I think I've told this story before on this podcast, but when Peter likes a girl, you know, he he cannot help it. And he's not creepy, per se. He's actually It's actually pretty sweet. Um well, one thing he'll do is if there's a boyfriend, he'll give the boyfriend wet willies. And <laughs> then he will tell the girl that he is Peter K, like Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And then what he does, is, I remember I had my, my if there's ever like a swimming situation, he can't, or like a low cut shirt, like a girlfriend or something of mine, Peter, and they always think it's really hilarious because they can just see the man brain working, overriding any sort of, because he can't help himself. And it was sort of, I remember my girlfriend was just like, a sort of insight into what you are, what, what you are doing every day. And, 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 and how, she's like, I appreciate how many times you stop yourself from looking at other people's breasts. Because Peter, <laughs> Peter will just look at her eyes, then look at her breast, look at her eyes, look at her breast, look at her eyes, look at her breast. And Peter would be like, hey, hey, eyes up. You know, I'll be like, hey, Peter, eyes up. Just make sure you look at her face, okay? 
And he goes, okay, no problem. I understand. Did I do anything wrong? You're like, no, no, just look at her face. Okay. Eyes up at her face, eyes at her breast. Eyes at her face, eyes at her breast. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her face. Yeah, but less look at <laughs> her breast. <laughs> Even if there's like a shoulder, he'll just, just fixate on the shoulder. And just I remember him liking a, shoulders. Yeah, burn of your old girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Burn a hole in her shoulder. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the things uh, men do. I think that's the reason they're showers is because women, because otherwise men would uh, just walk around smelling horrid. Horrid. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, of, uh, of the differences between brains of men and women, should we do the in the news? Yes. This was in uh, Spectrum News, which we, uh, I feel like we get a few articles from there. Autistic girls' brains show distinct anatomical features. Here we go. I'm going to do my best with this one. Here on Nerve Fibers. Nerve Fibers uh, tracks in the brains of autistic girls are more fragmented than those of typical girls. By contrast, autistic boys' brain structure is indistinguishable from that of typical boys, the new study says. The, fun, the finding comes from one of the largest studies to examine sex differences in brain structure among autistic people. But here we go. Researchers have had trouble finding a consistent set of brain structure differences between girls and boys. We certainly thought we would find something in girls, but we didn't expect this. The dramatic results that we don't see anything with the boys in. Then we see all these differences with girls, says lead researcher Roger Hua. J-O-H. Jow? In Spanish, I guess it would be how. Jow in English, I guess. Instructor of the Yale Child Study Center. The study is noteworthy for its attention to autistic girls who are understudied in part because a few of them are diagnosed, about four boys to every girl who has autism. This is a super, super uncommon for brain imaging studies to include a meaningful sample of autistic girls, says Kaja Ilström, assistant professor of neuroscience in Lippincopen University in Sweden, who is not involved in the research. The new study indicates that though females... The new study includes, excuse me, enough females to at least know that they have a solid finding, she said. Hmm. I'm going to jump forward. Quality control. Positive effect. There's no apparent difference in brain structure between autistic and typical boys. The finding appeared in the July version of uh, autism research. Autistic girls have autism traits similar to those of boys, and the two sexes scored similarly in the test of autism severity. That results fit within a theory called the female protective effect. The researcher said this theory posits that there are biological factors such as a lack of integrity of brain tracks and must be more extreme in girls than in boys that result in autism. The evidence is indirect, however. It's consistent with the female protective effect, but I don't think it's evidence for the theory, said Nordahl. The wide range of participants the wide age range of participants is a limitation of the study. He said structural differences in autistic boys and men could show up only at certain ages. Lumping people of desperate ages together could mask this variation. To account for this flaw, the team plans to recruit more participants and analyze the results by age. Incredibly interesting. What do you think, Graham? I, I, I think you, you found this article today. I think you did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> of finding it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that it's almost impossible for me to get my head around the fact that it's going to be 
same effects, an autistic boy and an autistic girl, brains totally different, but you take that autistic boy, compare it with its neurotypical boy, and it's exactly the same. I don't know what it means. I mean, it's very interesting, but I'm trying to figure out what that, hmm, what that could mean. Very, very interesting. I mean, I, I would love to come in here, swoop in here, and explain it to you and explain it to the uh, to our, our audience. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. You, you listeners can't see my baffled face on this Skype call, <laughs> on this FaceTime call. <laughs> we're, just, we're just talking. We're just, uh, we're just working it out just like you guys, yeah. just trying to figure it out. I think it's interesting. Well, we have we have one more. We're gonna do the second one in the news. This yeah, is interesting let's do it. too. Yeah. Said so if if you are a neuroscientist and you want to jump in with a, what do you think this this what this leads to or where the next steps are? We're very interested. Anyway, this one is in Live Sciences. Twelve children with autism were conceived by one sperm donor. This was in the news. Uh, a lot of people probably saw this, but and the the rest of the title is Is there an autism gene? The extraordinary case prompted one woman to sue the sperm bank. A single sperm donor is the biological father of at least 12 children, all who have developed autism. An extraordinary case wow. prompted one woman to sue her sperm bank, according to reports. The case came to light when the woman, Daniela Rizzo of Illinois, was researching treatment for her two sons, both of which have autism, according to the Washington Post. Both sons were conceived with a sperm from the same donor. And Rizzo was shocked to discover that other mothers who used the same donor also had sons with autism. Rizzo was told that the likelihood of all these children having autism by chance. Uh, sorry, Rizzo was told that the likelihood of all these related children having autism by chance was like all the mothers opening up a dictionary quote and pointing to the same letter of the same word at the same page at the same time. That means a mutation of the sperm. Sorry, that means a mutation in the donor sperm was likely responsible. But is there a single autism gene? The short answer is no. There are hundreds of genetic variations tied to autism spectrum disorder, according to the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health. Mm -hmm. In most cases, these mutations increase a person's risk of autism, but they don't destine someone to develop the condition. In other words, genes typically play only a partial role in the risk of developing autism with other environmental factors, such as the parent's age and birth complications contributing as well. But in rare cases, genetic mutations are thought to be the main cause of autism. Only about two to four people with autism have these mutations, according to the NIH. We call autism one thing, but it's different in every person. In some cases, it's all about the genes. Some of these combinations of genes and environment, some people, it's the unknown, says Wendy Chung, a professor of pediatric medicine at Columbia University. Study of Rizzo's children found that they had two mutations tied to autism called MBD1 and SHANK1, SHANK1, most repetitive clinic tests for several hundred genetic conditions, but there's no test for autism, the Post reported. In Gino's lawsuit, she alleged that the donor's profile had false information. For example, she said the donor had, did not have a college degree as the profile listed, and he had been diagnosed with ASDH, which was omitted from the profile. What's ASDH? She said, uh, hyper deficit, hyper deficit, uh, oh, ADHD, ADHD. What did I say? ADSHD or something. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I have uh, dyslexia. Maybe ADHD yeah. is what I meant to say. He failed to admit it. She settled with a lawsuit in March for a quarter of a million dollars. Well, what do you think? We talked about this. You so she once won. Postulated. She won the lawsuit. Yes, she won. Because they two hundred fifty k. Because because they omitted that he had ADHD. 
and he didn't have a college degree, so his profile was incorrect. Huh. You, I don't know if you remember this, but you at one point were like, I bet uh, at some point they're going to screen for this and not allow sperm donors to donate if you have it in your family. You said something like that at one point, I remember. Yeah. You called it. I'm very smart. <laughs> I have a horrible memory, too. but I'm very smart. <laughs> you don't remember the smart things you say. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, it's interesting. And so that's what's happening now. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I wouldn't want... I love my brother. But if you had a choice between having a, a child with autism and not... Yeah, it gets complicated, right? Because that's a kind of a eugenics question at some point. It's like... Yeah, because... Because you also said, oh, I, you also said, yeah, go ahead. You don't want to do tests for it before they're born because it would. You go down a eugenics, you know, well, rabbit hole. Where what I said, you, what like, I breed them out of existence. Well, yes. What I said is that they. Yeah. So have you you ever uh, heard of that documentary, Three Identical Strangers? You were telling me a little bit about it off air. Yeah. It, so, it's like. A little, it, it, it's a little bit about. It, it, I think it won a doc, it won an Academy Award last year for best documentary, and uh, you should, everyone should check it out. Just, it's very interesting. It, I don't, it doesn't really have anything to do with autism. I'll say that, but it does have a lot to do with uh, nature versus nurture, um, because right. it's these three identical twins that are separated at birth, n- and they're like a three distinct. Uh, like one's blue collar, one's middle class, and one's affluent. Yes. And then they have the same mental issues later on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them, yeah, they do. And and they, it was a science experiment that was made behind their back. And the, Brutal. the parents didn't even know. Brutal. And they found out by fluke, uh, and it's a really interesting story, and you should definitely check it out. Um but it's just interesting the similarities they had. Um, well, yeah, I think it's I think it's um, I think it's thought provoking, and um, yeah, we're interested to hear from you guys what you guys think about the uh, the if, if 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 you you know what send us your notes. I'm curious if you could do it over again, and you I want 100 uh, percent honesty. You don't have to include your name, and we of course won't read the names. But if you could screen for autism let's say in a perfect you know not perfect time travel and you could screen for autism and do it again and would would you screen or how would that work or would you feel like it would take too much of the uniqueness of your child i'm curious to hear from you guys send us your notes and tweets and uh and emails and uh i'm at kirksmith comedy and instagram same thing kirksmith comedy and twitter um send us your notes i'm curious if um if, if, if you would think that would damage it or if like I've said before on this podcast, how much I love my son and uh, and his, you know, his unique his sense of humor and stuff. But it'd be amazing to get to know him where he could tell me what he's thinking and and, and to, to interact with him on a deeper level to really uh, I feel like we connect on a very primal level and, and laugh. And, and, and he, he knows that I'm, you know, a family or protector or something. But I'd love to be able to just talk to him and explain to him what happened to his mom and try to encourage him as he goes through this life, talking about what's coming next, et cetera. So you said, are you, you, are you, you saying that you would you would do that? 
I mean, it's a tough call. It's a really tough call. I'm if I think it'd it's, be hard for me to get to not have him in my life. So it depends what we're saying. Are we saying you could have him in your life, the same person with the same personality, but not plagued by the inability to speak and the temper and uh, then I would prefer the ability to speak and be able to connect with them on a more emotional level. But if they're saying we could trade him out for a different kid who doesn't have autism, you would, that doesn't have autism, so we would abort this kid and have a different kid, or if you don't call it abortion, if you like, we would kill this this embryo and throw it in the trash and do a different one. I couldn't do that because it's something unique and special to me. Uh, about what I have with him, and, and you know, I've invested twenty years of my life in him. I couldn't do it uh, s- for selfish reasons, is because I, um, I, I don't. If if I went back in time, I wouldn't know. I'd be a different person, and I like who I am now. Well, we don't. We would prefer if you got better, Graham. I, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just, I'm no, just that's fair. That's fair. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm a comedian. Sometimes no. I go for it. I, uh, I take those chances, yeah. those big, mean risks. I'm just teasing you, buddy. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, if they're like, there's something in the gut, and we figured it out, and if he eats this yogurt, he'll be able to talk to you, give him the yogurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did we do it? Did we do another episode? We did it, guys. Hopefully it didn't hit too close to home there at the end. These are just our opinions. We are not scientists. Uh, We are just two comedians just figuring it out on cruise ships and on tour. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Like and review the podcast wherever you listen to it. Podbeam, Stitcher, iTunes. We appreciate that. That really helps move the needle for us. Donate. Patreon.com slash Autastic. Patreon.com slash Autastic. You can donate. Uh, it really helps us. Blah, 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 blah. That's it, guys. Have a great week. You can do it.